Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 209. I don't even know where to start, you guys. <laughs> it has been a wild two weeks around here. So you guys remember I, I put out that podcast episode a, a couple weeks ago. I mean, was it even last week? It was last week. Time is just... I have no concept of time these days. I put out that podcast episode last week about getting sick and I am, uh, I am better. You could probably still hear in my voice that I'm a little stuffy. I have a little chest congestion that lingers, but on the whole, I'm feeling much, much better. I don't have the fever. I don't have the chills. I don't have any of that body ache stuff that I had last week. However, This morning, today's Thursday, Thursday the 22nd. So if you're listening in real time, this morning on my way out the door to go to work to teach my in-person classes, I broke my foot. (laughs) I am laughing because I am in complete and utter disbelief. I broke my left foot. And some of you guys might know that actually probably going on like 20 years ago, I broke my right foot and I broke my left foot in a very similar fashion to how I broke my right foot. So basically I had all my bags. I was headed out the door to my car and in between our house and our garage is this little breezeway. And there is a step from the back door down to the bricks and then you got to just take one more step up into the garage. So there's like this little, you know, shelf, this little step. I was definitely just not paying attention and put my left foot down and my toes were just too far forwards on the step. And I, who knows, these things happen in such a flash. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you the exact sequence, the exact order of operations, but I basically pitched myself forwards, rolled my ankle to the outside, my left ankle outward. And as I was (laughs) flying through the air with all my bags strapped to me, I just had this flash in my brain of like, oh no, not again. Because I could, I really rolled my ankle very hard. And when I landed, I didn't actually fall or hit my head or like hit the ground. I just sort of like caught myself on the door frame and and the the ground, dropped my bags and sort of did like a roll over and sat down on the stair that goes up into my garage and sat there just repeating the F word. <laughs> but I tried to keep it super quiet because everybody in my house was still sleeping. <laughs> so... I laid there for a minute and I just, you know, all all the circumstances were very similar to the last time that I broke my other foot. And so I knew right away that it was not good. Like I didn't just roll it hard. I definitely broke something. I was nauseous almost instantly. Um, I, I was dizzy. Um, I laid there for, I don't know, maybe like a minute. It wasn't very long. And then all of a sudden my husband, Adam appeared in the door. I, I didn't think that he could hear me, but our bedroom is like adjacent to the breezeway. So apparently he heard me and he came down to investigate because he just heard me repeating the F word over and over again. 
And so I sat there for a minute. I was able to actually crawl my way back inside, make my way to uh, upstairs to the bed to just sit down and put my foot up. And I sat there for probably about half an hour <clears throat> before we decided, uh, yeah, we should just probably go to the emergency room to um, to have it looked at, to have it x-rayed. In the meantime, though, I had to call or I texted uh, my boss at the gym and uh, funnily enough, he's actually the deputy fire chief in the next town over. And so he's like on the ambulance service as well. And so when I texted him, I said, you're not going to believe this, but, you know, here's what happened. And he, the first thing he wrote back was, do you need, want me to send the ambulance or do you want me to come and get you? <laughs> so thank you to Brian for being um, so gracious and potentially sending emergency services. But I was good. So Adam uh, loaded me up into the car. We drove over to the ER. I do have to say uh, that ER at seven o'clock in the morning is a is a ghost town. So it's basically the only person in there. Got seen virtually right away. Uh, had x-rays not that long after. I mean, it probably was like the fastest ER trip that I've ever had. And I personally haven't been to the ER that many times, but I have accompanied people to the ER. And yeah, so I, 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 they took some x-rays and they they think that it is fractured, but the x-ray is not a thousand percent clear. So I have been oh, put into this makeshift cast. It's like not really a cast and it's sort of like a splint, but somewhere in between. Um, and I'm not supposed to weight bear on it. So, you know, as somebody who doesn't really know how to sit still, sitting around with my foot elevated in this cast is uh, a really fun time. <laughs> so I have uh, a call out to the orthopedic doctor whom I'm hopefully going to see early next week so that I can get a couple extra uh, more high definition x-rays to see exactly what's going on. <sighs> Big sigh. I, I don't I don't even know what to say. I think I'm more in just complete and utter disbelief that this happened because I did it on my right foot <laughs> like 20 years ago. And so I just can't, I'm just, I'm in shock. Like I'm, I'm just shocked and in disbelief because I was so excited about <clears throat> getting better, feeling better after being sick and starting to ramp back up my training. And then this freak accident happens. So that is my life update right now. I thought you guys might find that interesting and ironic. And so obviously I, um, will be like sharing the process of sort of coming back from this injury and rehabbing. So if you are at all interested in what it looks like to come back from a fractured foot, <laughs> stay tuned. I will share that process. Ironically enough, yesterday I had started to record the podcast episode that I intended to release today. And it was all about how I spent Wednesday talking to a bunch of the members inside my She Runs Ultras community, my membership community, and that there was this recurring theme that came up in each one of those conversations around how 
Each one of these women was feeling like they were seeing other people out in the world, other runners that were crushing it, right? That have all of these amazing goals on the calendar and they're doing all these workouts and things are are going great for them. Meanwhile, they feel like a failure or they feel like they just can't get their shit together because X, Y, or Z is happening to them. And I'm not joking, this conversation came up every single time. And I don't prompt this, I don't ask a specific like leading question. It was the the thought, the feeling, the sentiment that was coming up in every single one of these conversations. And I posted about it on Instagram. So maybe you have seen this story, but it really resonated with me because it just demonstrated how everybody is dealing with something, regardless of what you think you know, or what it gets portrayed on social media, or even in conversations, you know, that you have with people in real life, or, you know, on, on email or whatever, everyone is dealing with something. And it's okay if you are one of those people and you're finding it hard (laughs) to string together two solid weeks where you're not sick and you don't break your foot, right? Like every single one of us is working through something. And so I think the point that I want to share, the thing that I want to share with you is that it's okay and that it sh- I, w- I don't want that just because you think that your circumstances are different or more challenging than other people's. I don't want that to stop you. I want you to remember that, you know, just like me, like I've been sick and now I have this broken foot. I could certainly throw in the towel <clears throat> and just pull the plug on everything, like pull the plug on my training, pull the plug on all my races, but I'm not going to because... If I do that, then what will I do, right? Like I, like I mentioned before, don't know how to sit still. So sitting around and sort of just wasting away, not training, not trying to focus my time and energy and attention on anything will probably have a net negative effect on me. And so I'm just going to keep pushing forwards because... I do still have some races on the calendar and I do still want to do them. And this is a pretty significant setback. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't snap anything, but it's definitely going to put a kink in my training, right? It's definitely going to put cramp my style, but I'm going to keep moving forward. And so I just want you guys to remember and be cognizant of the fact that you can handle whatever life throws at you. You just have to make the decision to do so. And if you decide not to do that, if you decide not to handle it, that's okay too, as long as you're okay with that decision. But what I would hate for you to do is to passively make that decision and just opt out because you feel like it's too much. You feel like you're behind. You feel like everybody else knows what they're doing. I have no clue what I'm doing. Why did I even try? What was I thinking? You can handle this. 
And if you feel like you're the only one, I'm literally telling you, you are not the only one. You are not the only one that's dealing with whatever it is. So just for context, I'll share with you a couple of the situations that the people that I talked to yesterday are dealing with. One person is dealing with the same sort of illness that I was just getting over this cold, flu, something or other that really knocked her out. And she's got this 10 mile race coming up that she's using as a way to, you know, ramp up. And she's concerned that she's not gonna be able to get there. She's got two and a half weeks until that race happens. And so she's feeling like, oh God, I don't even know if I could, you know, run three miles, let alone 10 miles, right? Someone else I talked to was really having to pick up the slack at work because they are down a person. And so she's having to work 50 and 60 hours a week, which is obviously really putting a a cramp in her style, in her training. Another person is really dealing with some pretty severe depression and finding it challenging to get out of bed in the morning. And running was supposed to be the thing that was going to help and motivate them. But all of their running friends seem to have like gone and kept training without her. And now she feels like she can't rejoin her group because they're so much further ahead of her in terms of training. And another person that I talked to is dealing with some knee issues, a torn meniscus, and she's sort of been given some unclear direction from her PT about what she is allowed to do, what she isn't allowed to do, what the timeline is. And she's really sort of like feeling the pressure. Like she really wants to run this 50K in September um, and she just can't see the clear path from where she is right now in terms of the condition of her knee um, and how she's going to get to where she wants to go. And those are just four stories. Those are just four four sets of circumstances that I happened to encounter yesterday while having these one-on-one conversations. And it's interesting because each one of these people said to me, well, I don't really know if I, if we should even talk about this because I think I'm the only one. And the fun part for the, of these conversations for me is to be able to hear everybody's behind the scenes thoughts and, and feelings, and then be able to remind them and share them, share with them that they're not alone, that everybody else in the membership and all of you guys that are also listening to this are on your own journey, right? You're on your own path to figuring out how to integrate running and specifically ultras into your life. And it's a process and it's definitely not super clean cut, cut and dry, like, you know, cookie cutter, one size fits all, right? There are lots of different variables that come into play. Case in point, getting sick and breaking your foot, right? So just because you decide to sign up and train for and complete an ultra, it doesn't mean that you're going to get sick. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have an injury or break a foot, but it is possible. And yet we keep going, right? Because otherwise, what is the option? So my goal with this episode today was just to give you a little life update. Um, 
you know, I think it's going to be a tough couple of days for me until I can get in to see the orthopedic doctor and hear what my prognosis is going to be. But like I said, I'm definitely going to share the process and give you guys a little like behind the scenes about my diagnosis and my, you know, recovery process and how that affects my training. So if that is of interest to you, um, definitely come on over to Instagram and follow along. But I'll also be sharing a little bit more in depth inside my private Facebook group. So if you're not inside the Run Your First 50K Facebook group, make sure you go and join. And just as a general reminder, that group is exclusively for women. We've had a couple guys request to join over the last couple of weeks, and it breaks my heart to decline because I want to help everybody. I want to be sure that everybody gets the help and the resources they need in order to accomplish their first 50k. But I have made the calculated decision that I am going to focus my time, my energy, my attention, my efforts on the ladies. So ladies, this group is exclusively for you. And last but not least, if you are interested in getting coached by me this year, your next opportunity to join the She Runs Ultras membership, the private membership community, where I give you all the training plans, all the stretching videos, all the coaching. I mentioned those one-on-one coaching calls at the beginning of this podcast. That's where we do all of that one-on-one stuff. Your next opportunity to join is going to be on Monday, April 1st. That's when we open doors again. So if that's you and you want some help, you want some direction, you want some community, you want to get in with these amazing women that I've been sharing about in this episode, then go to sherunsultras.com and add your name to the wait list. There'll be a little button up in the corner that says get in notified. That's where you want to put your name and your email address. And then keep an eye on your inbox on Monday, April 1st. And I get that it's April Fool's Day, but it is not an April Fool's joke. (laughs) That is the day that the doors open. And I will see you guys all there. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.